Hello, how are you? This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. I'm talking to you about NFL and the NFL news that's going to be happening coming up soon. So the All-Star Game, the NBA All-Star Game, just happened last night. An incredible game between Team LeBron and Team Steph Curry. And it seems like we should start focusing on the NBA, right? Because there's not a lot of news that's going to come out about the NFL between here and the beginning of next season. So there's nothing really, you know, to be concerned about. So maybe we start to switch gears a little bit. Maybe I'm wrong. And maybe the NFL is happening all the time. And so now I'm going to walk you through what's happening in the offseason and what are some of the big dates that you have to look out for in the offseason for the NFL and what's going to occur. And so here's where we start off. Not too far from now, this very date, not too far from here at all, is the start of the NFL Combine. And so... February 27th, February 27th through March 5th is the NFL Combine. That's where we find out how good is Baker Mayfield for real. What's going on with this Mason Rudolph character? What's the deal with Lamar Jackson? Is he really as fast as he looks on the field? Like on camera, he looks fast. Actually, he looks four point. He looks four three in the forty fast, right? Is he really four three forty fast, or is he more like four five and he just looks really thin when he's running? Who knows? But we're gonna find out how fast he is. What's going? on with Saquon Barkley you want to know can he catch the ball out of the backfield for one which is shown a little bit but we're going to see it on full display and we're also going to get to see how fast Saquon Barkley is and guys like Darius Geis and so on days on on those dates between February 27th and March 5th the NFL combine is going to be a big big deal after that Teams can then designate their franchise players around March 6th. That's when you're going to hear more about who's going to be franchise players and who's not. You'll start hearing contract disputes around that time. And it used to be Kirk Cousins' time because for the last two years, he's been most of the news happening at that point. But this year, he won't be the news at all because they now have Alex Smith. And so who's going to get franchise? That's going to be a big deal around March 6th. Around March 12th is when you're going to have the most hope for a franchise. Around that time is when you're going to hear rumbling the free agency. That's when that kind of pre-tampering period kicks off. And you're going to start to hear about people visiting teams and some signings. There'll be some surprise signings. But there'll be some surprise signings and some surprise trades because the league year will officially start just a few days after that. That around that time is when you're really going to start to hear a lot of good stuff. Breaking news will be everywhere, rampant, all on Twitter, all on Instagram. You'll see it posted on Trackstar Sports. All this breaking news will be happening around that time. There are guys like I mentioned earlier, Kirk Cousins. There are also guys like Jarvis Landry who are out there and who are available. And if the Saints don't get this thing right, which they should, and and I'm I'm, I'm reminding you of how many times Drew Brees has said he's going to be with the Saints and how many times he's made that extremely clear. I'm reminding you of that because of that. Everything is going to be okay with the Saints. But let's just say, for some reason, they mess up. Drew Brees will be the biggest name in free agency around that time. And so March 14th is a time when you start hearing. Well, actually, March 12th. Leading up to March 14th, there'll be a time when you start to hear about that. March 25th 
through the 28th will be the annual league meeting. Now, the annual league meetings are big, and they're big because those meetings determine a lot of stuff. I can guarantee you during this annual league meeting, we're going to hear a lot about the catch. You're going to hear, hopefully, some clarification on what is a catch versus what is not a catch. That's probably going to lead everything. We always get some type of surprise ruling, some type of surprise thing from those annual league meetings. One of the things that surprised me a few years ago was their tinkering with overtime. I thought that was that came out of nowhere to me. I used to love the sudden death. And all of a sudden at an annual league meeting, they decided that that wasn't the format they wanted to go with anymore. And so it's because of that kind of stuff where you have to pay attention to the annual league meetings. So those annual league meetings, this particular annual league meeting will occur between March 25th and March 28th. All right. So after that, we're going to have a bit of a law, you know, just a, there'll be some restricted free agent signings. And then right after that, April 26th. So around that time, you're going to get a bit of a law. And so one of the biggest laws will be between the end of March and the and the end of April. But actually, it won't be as big of as big of a law as you Think because during those times is when you're going to get pro days. And so a lot of people who don't do so well at the NFL combine, which happens in February, that's when you're going to start to see them start to make up for what happened then. And you're going to start to hear about their private workouts. So pro days and private workouts will occur leading up to the draft. That's when you're going to hear a lot of speculations. A ton of mock drafts will come out during that time. If you're a draft junkie, this is your time of year. Look, after you have the law and free agency, so free agency kicks off March 14th. There's going to be just a whole bunch of big signings uh, released around March 14th. You'll hear a bunch of news about that around March 28th or so. That'll no longer be such a big deal, but that's when you'll start to see those pro days kick off. And so if you remember some big news happens um during those pro days so for instance a guy like cam newton really solidified himself during his pro day a guy like teddy bridgewater actually hurt himself during his pro day and so a lot of people like um for instance tim tebow he did really well and his pro day kind of lifted his draft stock you're going to hear a lot if a guy like lamar jackson is going to improve himself or really prove himself it'll be in february at the nfl combine but it'll truly be the test when he's throwing on air at his pro day later on in the offseason and so those days matter a lot leading up to the nfl draft the nfl draft will kick off april 26th through the 28th remember their format you generally get the first round happening on a thursday uh, a thursday night you get that whole um time just the whole first round it's normally really it's really good it's normally a really good time last year it was extremely exciting and so um but now you have the draft from um, april 26th to the 28th after that you'll really get a taste of what your rookies can do may 4th through the 7th that's the first time the nfl teams can actually have rookie mini camps and so rookie mini camps will be something that you'll start seeing popping up between may 4th and may 7th they have another opportunity to do that between may 11th and the 14th and then after that you have in late june you have the rookie transition program that's when you're going to start to see these rookies actually going into these um 
basically, they're like classes when you have talks with guys like Pac-Man Jones or you have talks with guys like Michael Vick and they give you an understanding on why you have to be careful with how you transition into the NFL. So it's, if you if you watch the NFL Network, you'll see this. They do this every year, but I didn't know that it was mandatory for them to go. So it's mandatory for the NFL rookies to go to this NFL transition program. I like the fact that it's mandatory. I believe that if you have these NFL rookies coming in and you have you show them the consistent horror stories of guys who don't transition well, like a Chris Carter who didn't transition well, and they get to talk to these guys and ask them questions and really um, dive in. You have guys like Michael Irvin there as well, telling them, warning them about ways that they can kind of mess up their career. Then um, th- I think it's a really good thing for them. There are some guys who don't listen very well, like a Ezekiel Elliott, like a Reuben Foster. Um, but then there are other guys who do listen very well, and they, they benefit a ton from this mandatory rookie transition program. After that, mid-July, you'll have training camps. And then right after that, right after that, you're going to have the Hall of Fame game. Now, the Hall of Fame game this year is happening between the Ravens and the Bears. But who really cares? What happens in the Hall of Fame game is that for everybody who's waited from now, listen, guys, from guys and ladies, if you're listening from now, right now, until August 2nd, you won't see any organized football played in the NFL. Right. However, you will see because there, there's already the um, senior bowl is already taking place. And so you won't see that anymore. There's nothing else. The Pro Bowl is already taking place. You won't see that. August 2nd will be the next time you see some organized football. That's probably when you'll see Mitch Trubisky throwing to. I'm going to go with a Ridley out of Alabama. I'm thinking that that's when that'll be one of the highlights for that game. And then the Ravens, you never know. I'm thinking maybe a Joe Flacco. Maybe he's throwing to a newly minted Jarvis Landry. You never know um, what will happen during that time in the Hall of Fame game. But that's the first time we'll get some NFL action. Now. All right. And so that's it. So not until... August 2nd, when we have any organized football play from the NFL. However, I do want to, I guess, talk about this just for a second. Is it possible that the NFL Pro Bowl could use a revising very similar to the NBA All-Star Game? Now, the All-Star Game last night was pretty good. It was pretty good. People were really excited. The, the intensity of the game was really high. And, and I mean, it was a real basketball game. And it was it was. I want to say a bit crazy to me. It was crazy. It was fun. It was exciting. It was it was amazing. It was a really good game. And because it was such a really good game, um, I mean, I think that challenges the NFL to something. I really do. I think it challenges the NFL to see if they can somehow get it there. The the issue or the difference between the NBA and NFL is if guys really start playing for real in the Pro Bowl, people going to get hurt straight up think people are going to get hurt and right now they really like playing the pro bowl the way they play the players do it seems fun nobody gets hurt hopefully preferably nobody leaves the game injured nobody's getting lit up not since sean taylor has anybody been straight lit up and they really enjoy it the guys who are playing it enjoy it however the people who are watching it don't and i've said this before Last night looked like the, a good mix between both. The NBA players were having a really good time. They were playing the game. It was really fun. They really enjoyed themselves. And people who were watching it really enjoyed watching it. And so it was really good. And so on both ends, 
it looked like a really good setup. Now, what could the NFL take away from that? Could the NFL have the two most popular players select their players prior to the game? And so you're picking your own team and it has this more of a street ball element, more of a, you know, pickup football type of element. It could, it could possibly go like that. Um, the only difference is, is that they'd have to practice together. And so practicing would be somewhat of a, what a big deal. I did see some leadership from the players this time. If you really paid attention in this particular Pro Bowl, there was some leadership from the players actually pushing because they wanted to make the extra money and so you could hear ingram on the sideline talking about hey secure the bag secure the bag we have to get secure the bag for those who don't know means to go and get the money and so securing the bag you could hear that from ingram and he really wanted to make more money than the other team and that was a big push for them and that's why they started to play a little harder towards the end however it just didn't translate throughout the entire game and so because of that i believe that there are there, there's something that the NFL could adopt. I don't know if picking their own teams, is that the thing that they can really adopt to? I do like the return of the skills challenge. That's done really well, and people really like to engage in that. A good. I wonder if a celebrity football game would, would actually do some good for the NFL. I don't know if they can have a celebrity flag football game. I don't know how well that would do, but I would be really excited to see that. Maybe even a celebrity, not even if it's flag, what about a real celebrity football game where they really pad up? And so you get to see guys like a a Kevin Hart really padded up. You get to see, um, this is old school, right? But you may get to see like a Nelly um, to see if he can really play ball. You really want to see if they can really get into it or really get engaged. I would like to see some really, you know, big guys out there. Maybe see Shaq, maybe see LeBron playing uh, wide receiver with um kevin durant guarding him those kind of things i'll be really excited to see and maybe we get a good glimpse of an old Dion. you never know right and so i would love to see a maybe a celebrity football game and see how that goes as well i think it would be interesting to watch outside of that i don't really know what else they could do i don't know what else they can do they can possibly go the money to a charity route along with the money in your own pocket. So money in your own pocket, money to your favorite charity. That's a big deal. And so, I mean, those things could, could actually help the NFL Pro Bowl. I still don't know if they'll ever, ever be able to reach the level of excitement that could be produced from the NBA All-Star Game. I just don't know. And I just don't think so. So I heard some people complaining about the NBA All-Star Game dunk contest. They didn't super love that. But at the same time, I just I just don't know if there's anything that the NFL could do to match the type of excitement. So maybe we have the best version of what we can do. So if we scrap it or we learn to live with it. And that's the situation. All right. This has been Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Love talking to you all. Hope to hear from you soon about this. Hello, all. This is Rick Sincere with Trackstar Sports. Thank you so much for listening to Trackstar Sports on Anchor and on iTunes. I really hope that you will engage us. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. You can even follow the Facebook page. It's Trackstar Sports on Facebook. You can also join the Debate Fuel. It's the Debate Fuel. So it's like having an argument, right? Debate Fuel. 
<laughs> the Debate Fuel Facebook group. Join that. It's always popping. It's always live. It's always lit. And everybody in there is having a great time arguing back and forth about various things in sports. Please feel free to join that. If you want to contact us, feel free to call in. We love call-ins, and we absolutely will respond to you. So thank you so much for joining us, and we pray you have an incredible week. All right, we out. Hey, how you doing? I bet you didn't know that Trackstar Sports stems from this big thing just called Trackstars. I bet you didn't know that there was also a Trackstars universe with a ton of people just like you who are interested in knowing a whole lot more about what's going on in the world from a Christian perspective. I bet you also didn't know that you can follow Trackstars on Twitter, on Instagram, and you will get a ton of great and awesome content. Have you ever thought what it would sound like to have a Christian hip-hop artist go head-to-head with another normal, regular artist who you super love? Like maybe this guy they call NF versus somebody who everybody knows in Eminem? You've never thought about seeing that happen? Well... If you have, then you can find that kind of information on Trackstars. You can follow Trackstars on YouTube. They have a awesome YouTube channel. And their awesome YouTube channel has consistently great content. I bet you didn't know that you can also join them by looking up Trackstars on the app. You can there's an app for Trackstars by itself. There's a beautiful app for Trackstars. And you can go there and you can get uploads, updates on all kind of awesome and phenomenal content. Content. I bet you didn't know that you could be a official member of the Trackstars universe. And if you are an official member of the Trackstars universe, you are immediately given exclusive content. I bet you didn't know that we super appreciate the fact that you're even listening to Trackstar Sports. And we absolutely love you. And we hope that through this engagement that you actually find awesome purpose for your life. Thank you so much for listening to Trackstar Sports. If you want to find out more about the Trackstars universe, just visit www.trackstars.com. And I bet you'll see a whole bunch of stuff you never knew you didn't know.